What's going on, lovely people? Welcome into the show. You're tuned in with Fred and Dre, and this is the Flea Flicker Show. Adrian, how we doing on this lovely day? Uh, happy to be here, happy to talk to you. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? You're on vacation. Where are you again? Uh, we're we're in Delaware. We're in uh, like Dewey Beach, mm. Bethany Beach area. Um, not so much of a vacation, kind of. It's uh, it's for Talia's birthday. Uh, her parents wanted to have some time with her at the beach, so brought her down, brought me down. Uh, I went golfing with her dad. Um, uh, it's really That's for Jack cool. mostly, getting to see him in the sand and trying to eat sand. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, it's mostly for Jack and Talia. I think Jack's traveled more than like half of our friend group already. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's dude. A he's he's, he's been around. I mean, he's been to he's been to Zona, he's been to Florida, he's uh Delaware now, uh Virginia. Uh he's been to Italy, Greece. That's Sicily. That's a lot for for what is he two? No, it's a year and a half. Oh my, he's not, not even, even two. Yet. two. Yeah, yeah. What a he's, traveler. Uh, he's, Holy crap. He's gone around. He's great on planes, which is awesome. That um, is awesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh he we we do spend up a little bit sometimes when we can. Like when we went to Italy, we got we got Emirates, which is a little bit more expensive, but it was worth it for the flight. Um the yeah. service is just better. That they give like kids meals for him and uh good food for us and the entertainment is free, so you could watch Bluey for half the ride. So oh, yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, and he'll go to he's going to L.A. this uh, this winter too. So he's gonna oh my keep gosh. traveling. Yeah. Wow. Good for him, man. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna love it. He he might not remember it all that well, but he's gonna that's love what, that. That's what guys... videos are for, right? And uh, hey, yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Having a digital camera, a 4K digital camera on us at all per, at all times, it uh, allows us to get everything. Kind of. Um, not really in the moment for a lot of stuff, but you got to try not to be on the phone as much when you have a kid. But, right, right. Yeah. Be in the moment. But yeah, you're uh, but yeah. you're going away uh, next week. That should be exciting. Going out to Arizona, Grand Canyon action. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good time. We're flying out Saturday. I'm pretty pumped for it. Um, Grand Canyon's been on both of our lists for a while now, and uh, we're actually going up. Almost into Utah. Actually, we are going up into Utah as well. We're seeing Antelope Canyon too, and uh, okay, seeing we're gonna cross the border for a little bit just to just because I was like, hey, we're right there. I want to see a tiny we're bit right of Utah there. while Might we're here. Well. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like Talia's parents did cross country uh, at one point, and they said that area was just absolutely gorgeous. And it's yeah. like it's well, an area that, like be... there's not too much of a reason to go out there. Um, besides mm-hmm. going to the Grand Canyon, but they said it was uh, it was definitely something that they would recommend to anyone to do. Yeah, we're going to be driving like over 800 miles while we're there. <laughs> so we're wow. going to see some stuff. We're going to be on the move. Pretty pumped for it. On though. the move. Yeah, it should be a, should be a good time. Hopefully we can uh, get, our, get our videos out next week. But if we can't, I uh, guess I'll, I could go solo. I could... Uh, bring on a celebrity guest, uh, not so much celebrity hey. in our friend group celebrity, but not not a, not a, not anyone serious. They will be a celebrity after this. Yeah, they're a local celebrity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so so yeah, the videos might look a little 
weird this week and next week because of the yeah. vacation time zones and trying to get Wi-Fi desperately. Trying to get like Wi-Fi, that. yeah. Um, rental rental properties aren't known to have the best Wi-Fi and neither are hotels, so it should be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll definitely be interesting. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. We should probably hop into it, yeah. We probably should. Let's uh, let's get into things and uh, kind of recap the weekend here and uh, recap an recap an exciting weekend of football. Yeah. So there's we we just started like the any given Sunday thing, and it came out this week. There are no undefeated teams left. <laughs> no, there are none. I mean, the Eagles uh, were five and zero. The 49ers were 5-0. and uh, Both of them lost to teams that no one expected them to lose to. Um, and then the, your Giants nearly pulled it off against against the Bills. So uh, it was an exciting yeah, weekend. And, what was that? The refs were not having it. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that, and we'll, we'll touch on that when we get to get mm-hmm. to the game. But, um, yeah, you want to get into these games? Start with Thursday? Yeah, dude. Well, injuries are starting to stack up, too. It's pretty rough. Um, and the only other... I, there were two little news targets that I wanted to hit. Um, yeah, go ahead. We can, I was just going to say, Frank Clark, he got chopped. He's a, apparently a Chiefs target in free agency now, unless something happened in the past like day. I haven't looked, but... So yeah, that's I, interesting I've, news. I've been seeing that the Chiefs are uh, pretty in on, on Frank, and it's virtually a done deal with them. Uh, it just hasn't come to fruition yet. Yeah. Um, and then I guess three things, because I did want to hit up Julio Jones as well. He just signed with the Eagles, your team. Julio. Yeah. Um, yeah. He looked rough on the Titans, but he's probably hopefully for your sake, going to look better as like a third target for the Eagles. Yeah. He looked rough on the Titans, but that happens to a lot of people, especially receivers. Um, Ryan yeah. Tannehill is uh, is not the kingmaker, so uh, it's not like he's going to be a Matt Stafford, blow up someone's career, but blow it up in the opposite direction. Um, yeah, Julio, he uh, I have I have some expe- some good expectations for him in Philly. He's going to be mostly a red zone target. I feel like um, Quez Watkins hit the IR. Uh, we still have Zacchaeus uh, as our as our third receiver, but he's mostly a deep threat. Uh, he's not so much a reliable um, possession receiver uh, like Julio, and having somebody like that would be extremely beneficial there as the wide receiver three to go with AJ and Devonta. Um, especially after this Jets game, uh, there were quite a few drops in that game, uh, and I think that the front office just like, all right, let's get someone else in here and um, really drive home the possession and receiver mentality. Yeah, we'll see. If he's anything like what he used to be, I'm gonna be absolutely pissed. Oh, if you got if you got vintage Julio to go with prime AJ and then Smith, like that is lethal. Yeah, that's like no one's stopping that offense. <laughs> but uh, one last note before we get into the games, Anthony Richardson. He uh, he talked about how he might be getting surgery on his shoulder. That would be season-ending surgery. Um, and then the head coach, Steichen, he came out yesterday, I believe, and said that they are at the moment planning on going through the season without Anthony Richardson at this point. Yeah, so uh, six minutes ago, ESPN actually um, update that uh, that that surgery is going to happen. Uh, so he is out for the season. Ooh, 
Yep. There you go. Anthony Richardson out for the season. That's tough. That's tough for him and his development and uh, for the Colts, honestly, too. Good for Minshew. Good for Minshew time. Minshew mania. Minshew time, baby. Minshew will not be on the Jets. <laughs> no, he won't. Uh, I don't know if anyone will be. Uh, it might just be Zach Wilson show, but we'll talk about yeah. that. Um, we will. I think there's really only one later. option. I think would uh, make them contenders that could be traded, but I don't see it happening. Uh, but we'll talk about it when we get into mm-hmm. trades. Yes, we will. Uh, yeah. Let's get right into it though now, because we got to get into it. And Thursday night football was kind of a better game than I thought it would be. Not a good game. But better than I thought. I thought the Chiefs, the Broncos headed into Kansas City, and I thought the Chiefs were just going to roll them. But they just look, the Chiefs look injured and kind of like slow right now. Yeah. And they still don't have like a top receiver. They took it, though, 19-8 to because the Broncos still are stinky. <laughs> yeah, the Broncos still suck. Um, the, the Chiefs should have taken this by a lot more than they did. Uh, and this game really was, it really showed that the Chiefs still have a lot to work on. Uh, even though they are the defending world champions, uh, outside of Kelsey, there's not a lot there. I mean, Rashi Rice is coming on, but he's still a rookie and he's, uh, still unproven. So, uh, they do need some more, uh, some more options there on offense to, to really drive home, uh, a team that can go back to back. So, uh, Broncos still suck though. Yeah, it's been a tough first year for Sean Payton. The defense did a little better in this one, but the the offense blew it this time. It was a bad rust game. Um, now, uh, the defense did better, but do you feel yeah. like the defense might have performed well because a lot of those guys are auditioning for other teams to try and trade for them? Yes. That, like, who are they going to jettison next? Because I think they're about to get gutted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, we'll I'm right there with you. We'll get into that. Let's move for now into the 9.30 London game, the final London game of the year. The Ravens and the Titans headed to London. The Ravens got there like a week before the Titans, um, and it showed up. It showed. the. It was a solid, decent game, but the Ravens took it 24-16. to 16. What do you think, man? Yeah, um, the Ravens getting there ahead of time and preparing on the field definitely, I think, impacted the what, what came out to play. Uh, the the Titans just started so slow. Uh, they were really bad offensively. Um, they were really bad offensively with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Uh, and now he finally, finally went out, but it was because of an injury, not because of the coach's decision. But one TD through six weeks, uh, not a good look for Tanny. Um, Willis, Willis has his uh, his learning curves, but he looked better than. Then Tannehill out there, the offense actually had some movement, yeah. and instead of being a statue in the pocket when it collapses, he was able to take off and uh, make a little bit of noise with his legs. And I, I think the offense will flow a little bit better there. He had a good connection with Spears. Uh, Hen- it took pre- pressure away from the run, so Henry had a few big big breakaway runs when he was in there. And um, I think it will certainly make the offense a little bit more exciting. Yeah, Tannehill, like you said, he hasn't looked all that great in this in a struggling offense. The O line, he just can't really play behind this O line. Malik Willis, he just can move better, uh, yeah. even though, like you said, he's he's still shaky, he's still young and learning. But I think they have to go to him, especially if Tannehill actually got carded to the locker room. I think it was off the sideline with that ankle injury. Yeah, so I'm I think just it assuming was. Like, Malik Willis will be playing. I don't think it was like a legit cart. I think it was a pussy a pussy cart. Like it. I don't know if that's the right 
terminology I should have there, but like, uh, I'm sure that's exactly what they call it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's the, the professional term for it. Uh, I don't know. He, yeah. he should have been able to walk to the locker room. He walked off the sideline. Like, why aren't you just walking to the locker room? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to have people come and you sit on the back and look like a fool on the back of that car getting, getting taken off. <laughs> so like, I don't know. He looked softer there. Uh, it was a real soft look for me. Yeah, it looked. It just looked way, like he didn't want to be there. Was... Like he didn't care. Mm-hmm. I think him and the Titans might be on their way to a divorce. Um, yeah, if not, if not in the next few weeks, definitely at the end of the year. I mean, if Rodgers can walk to the locker room with a torn Achilles, you can walk to the locker room with whatever the hell happened to you. Rodgers showed his toughness with that. Yeah, um, and he's on the field throwing. Yeah, now, so. That's insane, yeah. yeah. He, he's really trying to come back this year, which is he crazy. Is, which is crazy from a torn Achilles. <laughs> yeah. Um, Justin Tucker really won the game for them. He, he had six field goals in this one. Um, Justin Tucker, And Marcus man. Williams for the Ravens. Marcus Williams got hurt again as well, so no bueno. I was saying until this point, the Ravens, the Ravens' defense was really good against the run, but they couldn't stop. Derrick Henry, and uh, even though I got the pick wrong, uh, Derrick Henry's still out of day. Uh, he showed that, that that Ravens offense is beatable, or defense is beatable against the run. Yes, sir. Let's move to the 1 p.m. games in Atlanta. The Commanders came to town and showed the Falcons what's up. They won 24-16. to 16. Uh, Sam Howell is just better than Desmond Ritter. I think that's what yeah, pretty much what boils down sums up it. this game. Yeah. I think I'll that's what it boils down to. Ritter, and, um, Ritter, Ritter sucks. Uh, he's, he's probably the worst quarterback in the NFL of all starters. Um, the commander's offense didn't look great. Um, they, they had their own weaknesses. They were going up against a pretty solid defense with the Falcons. Uh, they just capitalized mostly off of the Falcons' turnovers. Uh, the Falcons, I think Ritter had, what, three or four turnovers? And uh, I think they all amount came came with points afterwards. So, um, yeah, the Falcons need to use Bijan. Uh, they just don't have the quarterback play. I think they really need to go with the same approach that the Titans usually do with Derrick Henry and just ride the running back. Cause the running back with Bijan and Algier, that that's that one, two punch there should be their identity on offense. And they're trying to be an air raid offense and they're not. Yeah. I honestly think Taylor Heineke could have won this game because the commanders didn't look all that good no. to be honest. Falcons and Ritter just sucked. <laughs> it also would have been nice to see Heineke go against his old team. Yeah. 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 Yes, it would have. Um, I didn't yeah, even yeah. think of that. Yeah. I, think we're, I think we're in agreement there. We, we don't think that the commanders are really that good and showed to be that good. Uh, I think Sam Howell still has learning curves as well. He's just better than, than Ritter, and the commanders are better than what the Falcons are putting out there. Yeah, one fun night. One fun note: Calais Campbell got his hundredth career sack in this game. He is nice. going to be talked about when the Hall of Fame, when he retires five years oh, later, sure. the Hall of Fame will be talking about him for sure. Um, so, another thing with this game, with the Falcons specifically, um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with tight end. I'm hearing a lot of a lot of rumblings that uh, teams are reaching out to them about Kyle Pitts uh, because of his. Identity isn't super clear with them. Uh, he's underperformed with them. They don't use him as often as they probably should for a, a tight end that athletic and that with that high of a talent level. Um, and Janu Smith uh, is really eating into that tight end share with them. So uh, a lot of teams are reaching out to them about Pitts, and 
one team I saw in particular was the Bengals. And if you went to the Bengals, that'd be that'd be pretty scary. Help open up that offense. Yeah. I mean, Chase Higgins and, and or, Pitts would be crazy. Do you imagine, like, the Dolphins trade for him? Just oh, get another God, no. psycho target? God, no. <laughs> that, yeah. that, no, no thanks. Let's push, though. Unless you got anything else, I'm ready to push. I'm done. Done with this one here. Chicago, the Vikings Chicago. come to play in a game that somebody had to win. Divisional game. Um, yeah, the Vikings took it 19-13. to 13. The Bears, once again, did not show up. There were quite a few injuries before this game even started. Like Jeff, Justin Jefferson went on IR. Khalil Herbert went on IR. Rashawn Johnson thought he might be able to get in there and do something for the Bears. Nope, he did not play. And then in the game, even more people got hurt. Justin Fields, dislocated thumb. He might be out for a little bit. Honest throwing hand. Davenport, Davenport got carded. What's that? Honest throwing hand, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Honest throwing hand. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, super we might, impactful. We might literally see an undrafted free agent rookie quarterback starting games this year. What do you think, man? What's his name? Uh, Tyson something? Tyson, I think it's Bajan. It might be Bajan. I'm going yeah. with Bajan, though. It's, uh, the, you know, the, the Bears, they lost fields. So I think you just got to stick a fork in them and they're done. Uh, they're cooked. Uh, yeah. They should just tank for the top two picks in the draft. If they think Fields is the guy to go with going forward, fine. Trade that top pick in the draft. That's Caleb Williams to whoever the highest bidder is. Uh, but otherwise, take Caleb Williams and trade Fields. Uh, they'd be in a really good position there and um, for the future of their organization. The Vikings offense honestly looked looked pretty bad in my mind. They're going up against yeah, a really did. bad Bears defense. Uh and they should have done a lot more, even with Justin Jefferson out. Uh, they should have done more with uh, what well, are two decent receivers with KJ Osborne and rookie uh, Jordan Addison uh, are better than some teams have as their wide receiver one. So uh, they should have still done a lot more than they did, and they didn't. So uh, just show us without Jefferson, mm-hmm. that offense is not very good. And could Cousins be on the move? I know he said he doesn't want to waive his no trade clause, but who knows if um yeah if they keep underperforming and if they have a few losses here uh you could see like a like a last minute deadline deal yeah it could happen um i don't think kirk wants to move but no. if for some reason some team reaches out to him and he thinks it might be a decent place to move his entire family then maybe <laughs> maybe he'll agree to it but but i don't see it happening um yeah and the bears tyson bajan He's a he was a Division two college quarterback at Shepherd University last year. That he, I mean, he looked solid, I suppose. Um, well, okay, I guess, but like he's gonna get torn apart in these next few games. I, yeah, I, NFL I have no defenses faith. are a lot faster than Division one. So uh, going from D two to D three or to NFL as a quarterback, uh, that's a huge jump. That's like going from modified to varsity. So, it, like, he's going to have some serious growing pains there. <laughs> yeah. We'll get thrown straight into the fire. I really yeah. hope that we don't see any of Nathan Peterman. I hope it's patient the whole time. I hope I'd so. I mean, see him than, Nathan than Peterman, Peterman sucks, dude. Uh, he shouldn't even be on an NFL <laughs> roster. So, like, 
yeah. Just just try to see what you got here in this kid. Uh, maybe he throws something out. Who knows? Maybe he could be like a Kurt Warner type situation. Um, where that'd be fun. That'd be really fun. I mean, Kurt Warner went went as Different one of the best QBs but... ever, and he he didn't play in the NFL too. He's what twenty seven. Yeah, he was a what was he in CFL right? He was yeah. in Canada. Yeah, he was uh, one of the upstart guys in the Canadian League, and he was bagging groceries, and he played for, like, uh, who was it, University of, like, Northern Iowa or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Like and now he's D1 a legend. Double a. Now he's a legend, and he has a movie about him. There you go, Pageant. Oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. And it just shows anybody um, that's in thing. D3 or D2 even, like – your shot's not over. Like you could, if you really excel on that level, you can have a shot. I mean, Danny Woodhead, uh, he was a D three D three running back, and he he made it. So, uh, and now Tyson here. So, who knows? He's getting his shot. See what he can make of it. Yeah. One last thing in this game: the Vikings' pass rush actually looked pretty good in this one. Danielle Hunter specifically, he had two sacks. Uh, like you said in the last game. This could be like a trade candidate just trying to make that last push, you know? Yeah, there have been a lot of talks about teams wanting wanting Daniel Hunter, and uh, he's really just saying, "Come, come, grab me! I want to be on a team that wins." So, uh, I think he's <laughs> after the. I think he's done after this season. I think he's a free agent next year. So, especially someone in that situation, they're really trying out not only for the trade deadline, but for free agency next year. So, yeah, but let's move. To Cincinnati, there's been a lot of defensive games in this week. Uh, this was kind of another one. The Seahawks came to town, and it was it was a relatively close game. The Bengals took it 17-13, to and Geno Smith just looked kind of bad in this one. Two picks in a close one that kind of sealed the game. Yeah, um, I mean, not a whole lot to be said about this game. I mean, it was two teams that I thought, mm -hmm. uh, I think we both thought there would be a little bit more scoring than there was in this, and... Uh, it was a little, little underwhelming to see the Seahawks and Bengals and before either team really reached, reached 20 points. And uh, both quarterbacks looked a little bit underwhelming in this, but two defenses that are overlooked a lot and both came to play. Yeah, the Seahawks just couldn't find the end zone. They, they controlled the game for most of it and probably should have won if you were watching the game. But... Yeah, Burrow and that defense played well enough to steal it, basically. Is what That's happened. all it takes is uh, a win's a win. Just got to be good enough to get the win. So Ah, let's move. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was. Let's move to Cleveland, though. The 49ers came to town. We thought it was going to be uh, a blam, bam, boom, Niners. We've, I said it was going to be a brownout and that the Browns should think should forget about this game, but I, I think it's a brownout and the yeah. 49ers should forget about it. Literally. Yeah, the the Browns took it nineteen to seventeen in a very upsetting game for Forty ers fans. A lot Without of Deshaun Watson too, they they did it with PJ Walker. Yeah, yeah. PJ um, Walker didn't even look very good. No, <laughs> but he didn't. The Browns defense really did. The Browns defense and the running game that split there. Kareem Hunt woke up this week. That that was exciting for any any Kareem Hunt owners. But um, the Cleveland off or defense is absolutely ridiculous dude they're they two defenses this week showed that they are the top two defenses in the nfl uh and we'll get to the other one uh later on um 
but yeah, the, the Browns defense is legit. Their pass rush is legit there with, with Miles Garrett. And uh, the 49ers were a little bit exposed uh, after McCaffrey went down. Their offense had really no identity. Uh, Brett Purdy looked terrible. Uh, Brock Purdy, not Brett. Yeah, um, Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock looked really <laughs> bad. Um, Debo went down as well. Uh, so the depth there is a little bit lacking. And um, we'll see what kind of they, they do going forward, if there's any moves to be made. Uh, but, yeah, they looked a little bit exposed after CMC went down. Yeah, Trent Williams went down in this one too. Their their best alignment. He came back in the game though. Did he? Mm -hmm. I think he was wearing a boot after the game though, from what I heard. Hopefully that's nothing. Preventative, Um, yeah. Hopefully for them it's preventative more than anything else. Yeah. And like you said, McCaffrey went down. I will say he still scored in his fifteenth game though. Even though he 15 straight games with a TD. So uh, anybody that's a better out there, uh, just throw one on McCaffrey, scoring a touchdown, and you'd be up big. Uh, I think I saw a metric last week that was like if you had put a bet on McCaffrey's last 12 games for him to score a touchdown, if you started with $100 and then took that and just built upon it, so you won a hundred, you bet 100 and then took the winnings from that and just kept betting it, you would be sitting at $72,000 just off of betting McCaffrey for a team. Yeah, Um like you said, Brock Purdy had a tough game, um, his first regular season loss, but they honestly still had a chance with all the injuries and with Purdy in the offense just looking rough. They still had a field goal attempt to win it late that was missed yeah. in Reigns of Cleveland. So sad. Jake Moody missed, uh, he missed two touched or two, two field goals. Uh, really showed, uh, that he is a rookie and he is not, he does not have, uh, he's not cold blooded. So, mm hmm. Yeah, P.J. Walker gets the win with two interceptions. Amari Cooper had 100 yards, though, and uh, like you said, decent rush game. Ford looked pretty solid as well. I don't know if you mentioned him. Um, was it Jerome Ford, I think? Yeah. The running back? Yeah, it was Jerome. Um, yeah, but Jim Schwartz has really just taken this defense and made it a top defense, like yeah, you said. Yeah, I mean, you and I both uh, have some experience with Jim Schwartz, uh, and uh, he, he likes to get after it. Uh, any team that has a, good a, has a good defensive line with a good rush, he's going to be happy. Yeah, and he's got Miles Garrett. So that's yeah. a good rush. Yeah, you want to? Uh, 49ers basically just have to have a better game plan without yeah, McCaffrey. Uh, I 100% agree there. And um, Let's move. Let's push. Let's push to Houston. The Saints headed down to Houston. Down? I think it's over to Houston. But either way, Saints headed to Houston and... We both picked the Texans, and guess what? The Texans won 20-13 to in another meh game. Derek Carr, he threw for over 300 yards, though. Olave and uh, Shahid were making some plays. They did pretty good. Kamara, over 100 all-purpose yards. Stroud even threw his first pick of, yeah. the, of his career, but none of that was enough as the Saints just kept making costly mistakes, and the te- Texans yeah, just found the end Yeah, that's really what it came more. down to. Um, despite the turnover, Stroud... Stroud executed when it mattered um he executed in the red zone uh the saints just struggled to convert uh they moved the ball up and down the field all game uh, against a pretty decent defense for the texans and the saints uh, the texans just converted on their opportunities more often than the saints and that's really what it comes down to in terms of winning and uh they got it out the Mm -hmm. win yeah stroud he just looks like a great young quarterback i can't wait to keep watching him i kind of hope the texans 
can pull off the division win. I want to see Stroud in a playoff game, to be honest, at this point. Um, I don't know either. Um, I, we both love Stroud. I think he's a great quarterback and excited to see him uh, grow as a, a QB in the NFL. This was yeah, Dell. Uh, didn't only he never even got a target. Uh, he only played twenty five percent of snaps. So he's a really good talent, and uh, I think it was an early second rounder that Texans traded up for um, before he was diagnosed with leukemia. So it'll be interesting to see what his career progresses as, mm-hmm. um, if he's ever going to get a role with the Texans or if he's going to be traded and get a role somewhere else. But he's a really good talent, and I would love to see him do something. Yeah, yeah, me too. Hopefully they can get him going soon. Um, let's push, though, to finally a relatively high-scoring game when the Jags had the Colts come into town, and uh, they just took care of business. The Jags won 37-20. to 20. They still got scored on, but not enough. Um, Trevor Lawrence did go down with a knee injury, um, yeah. but he, I think he played the whole game as far as I Saw. No one else attempted to pass. So, so hopefully he's doesn't have to miss any time with that. Yeah. Hopefully he looks okay, though. Um, and they didn't have Zay Jones again, but it didn't really yeah. matter. The Jags looked like the better team. ETN scored twice, and the defense has looked pretty solid in a few games now. They forced Gardner Minshew into three turnovers. He had a fumble that was lost, too. So um, really the tail of the turnovers, which... Yeah. The Jags capitalized off of, um, and Minshew uncharacteristically had uncharacteristically had those turnovers. Um, he's usually a pretty, pretty ball safe quarterback, and um, the Jags capitalized though. And Etienne looked really good. He looked dominant. He looks like he could be a potential RB one on the year this year. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, Minshew <laughs> needs to play definitely better than this if if the Colts want to have a chance. Yeah. If they want a chance. Um, Moss, Zach Moss, he outperformed JT again. Like you said, they're they're like kind of easing JT into this offense though with his injury. Um, but it was kind of a tough outing for him. Uh, after usually how it goes, right? For, guys get, for John guys get paid and they uh, struggle to so, show up. Yeah, literally, not good. Not a good sign. Hopefully, he can look better next I hope so. week. Um, and Pittman went over a hundred yards. Pittman, he was like the only he's a very good receiver on this offense. <laughs> He's like quarterback proof. Yeah. The Jags. Yeah, yeah, I think he is. The Jags, uh, they're beginning to take charge of this division. Unless yeah, Texans might Texans be able to squeak in for a wild card, about. but I mean, the Jags should take the division still. I mean, we thought they would in the preseason, and I don't think that that narrative has changed. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Let's move, though, to a fun one the Miami Dolphins. And the Carolina Panthers in Miami. The Dolphins, once again, were pretty much unstoppable on offense. 42-21, to 21, Dolphins take it. The Panthers could score. Uh, Bryce Young's had a couple solid performances in a row now. Uh, he's finally really feeling, feeling all over the place. It's crazy. And, he's uh, made Thielen the wide Hubbard, receiver three in fantasy. It's uh, He's really an elite weapon there in Carolina, just out of sheer volume. It's strange. Yeah. He's, a good, he's a good route runner. Oh. Um, but yeah, Chuba Hubbard also looked pretty good, good in, in, uh, has all in place of Miles Sanders. Um, and they even had a 14-0 lead. Yeah, they even had a 14-0 lead early on. But the Dolphins dominated after that uh, on offense with all the no. usual suspects. Uh, I don't even think I have to really point, name but, them. But uh, that offense is, is scary. And uh, my birds facing them next <laughs> week, and I'm not excited. 
Yeah, this was all without A-Chain, too, who went on IR. Um, the only thing about the Dolphins, I think, is that their defense might be the end of them when, when it comes to, like, playoff time. Because no, they are, um, one defense thing isn't really to stopping look at anyone. for their defense, though, is uh, they are getting Jalen Ramsey back. He started practicing this week, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what what happens there. Oh. Uh, I forgot Jalen Ramsey was even there, that's but uh, that's a huge... Huge yep. boost to their off to their defense. Uh, he's a phenomenal <laughs> cornerback, arguably the best in the NFL, and uh, having him back just really should help their secondary a lot more. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. That that might make a whole turnaround for that defense. Um, and then Tyreek Hill, 163 yards in this one, which is crazy. He's on pace for like 2,600 receiving yards or something. That makes like, something crazy like that. It's insane. Yes. He has 814 yards in six he, games. Seriously. I think he's on MVP watch at this point, if he wasn't already. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, him and McCaffrey are probably like the only non-quarterbacks yeah. that we'll are see, uh, We'll MVP see about McCaffrey's right injury if, uh, if it's anything that keeps him out long-term, but that could affect the MVP watch. And um, if, if, uh, if he is out for a significant amount of time, then outside True. of quarterbacks, Tyreek's the guy to watch. Yeah. I think he will, as long as he doesn't get hurt. I think he will break 2,000 yards, which is uh, freaking nuts. Yes. Let's move no, to the 4 p.m. games, unless you got something else there. 4 p.m. games, uh, in one that I kind of hated watching. Patriots headed into Vegas. The Master took on the Disciple. And the Raiders, the Disciple, they took it 21-17. to Jimmy G back injury in this one looked kind of bad. Um, he's probably going to miss some time uh, unless there's some news that he's not going to. And Jonathan Jones for the Pats also got hurt with a knee injury. Not good for them. Their injury yeah, riddled um, at this point. It, it was a tough game to watch. Uh, there was really bad play calling and bad play uh, from Jimmy. Bad, bad play calling by McDaniels. And uh, nonetheless, though, it was it was still. Still good enough uh, to beat the to Patriots be. because the Patriots are not good. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to say it again. Mac Jones sucks. He needs to get out of there. Probably they need sad, to put in but... Zappy at least. Um, put in someone that's better. We wanted – we were really pushing to get uh, get your boy from West Virginia there, uh, Will Greer, at the quarterback position. But um, looks like they might Will go Greer, with Malik yeah. Cunningham. They signed him to a three-year deal. So uh, I think they have a little bit more confidence in him going forward. So, yeah. Really? I didn't see that. I did I did see that um, they definitely downgraded Zappy. He was inactive for this game. Malik Cunningham was yeah. the backup in this one. I didn't realize they yeah, signed him. Yeah, they took him, him off the practice squad, and it wasn't for practice. like a one-year contract. That's uh, they definitely, the headline I saw, he was signed to a three-year deal. That's crazy. Malik Cunningham, I think he, he's uh, was he Louisville maybe? He, no, he didn't uh, look he all didn't, that good in college. Who knows? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's untapped uh, potential. So that wasn't quite there yet. There Maybe there's something that Belichick sees that we don't. I mean, he's... Belichick is a genius. Uh, he's one of the best coaches of all time. So maybe there's something that he sees. Yeah. Either way, I think we we are getting close to the last yeah. Mac Jones Patriots game at this point. I think he looked a good. little better in this one, but still not good. They That's still really took what the matters, especially still, for uh, for yeah, the Patriots great, uh, so. with with the history um, that they had with Tom Brady. It's all about winning. If they mm -hmm. can't win, you're done. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, for Jimmy G, after he went down, another former Pats quarterback went into the game, Brian Hoyer, and uh, he led that team to victory. He looked okay. He looked, yeah, it was really he looked um, like a backup veteran a quarterback. Of people, you know, 
who used to play oh. for the Patch against the Patch. It was Jimmy G, Brian Hoyer, Cody yeah, Myers, um, um, and then the McDaniel's the coach. Like he was with the Pats. Like there's so many people that were under Belichick going against him and taking him down. Josh McDaniels. I didn't realize this, but I saw this stat. Josh McDaniels is now three and zero, dating back to Dent when he was nice. Denver's head coach. He's three and zero yeah. against Bill Belichick. So apparently, apparently he knows how to be his old head coach. And the Pats continue their downward spiral. I, at this point, you got to be a little nervous that Bill be. Belichick's um, in his last year. I mean, I, I think he. You might see them give him one more season just to kind of prove it, just because of uh, his history there with the organization. But he, he's really on his last leg. Yeah, I mean, I watch around the NFL, and I remember before mm-hmm. the season they were talking about how Craft, uh, the Patriots owner, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but the Pets owner. Yeah, yeah, Robert Kraft, the Pets owner. Apparently, he was like talking to Bill, like telling him, like, "Hey, this isn't a team that like I'm gonna sit by. This isn't a team that I'm gonna sit by. Even though you're like a legendary, a legendary Hall of Fame coach, I'm not just gonna yeah. sit by and let this team keep losing. Like, you got to figure this shit out." So I'm like, "Damn, the owner's talking to this legend like that. That's crazy." Maybe so uh, he might be done. Maybe the I don't know. Evil Empire is gone there. Uh, yeah, we'll see though. We will see. Let's push to Tampa Bay. The Lions came into town and really just took care of business. They just looked like the better team. They won 20-6 to without Gibbs, without, I, I believe, Brian Branch missed this one as well. Um, Dave, Montgomery got hurt with a rib injury in this one. So the Lions had so many injuries, and they still overwhelmed the Bucks as they moved to 5-1 and one on the season. Goff had 353 yards and two touchdowns. Amon Ra had a lot of that with 124 yards and a touchdown himself. That connection stays very strong. The ground game, though, was shut down when Montgomery was was uh, yeah. injured and Gibbs um, missing I mean, the game. That, that Lions so, team, uh, they're, they're really, really at. good. Uh, and they're going to make a serious – they're going to make some noise there for, for possible contention uh, in the playoffs. And- yeah, I agree. The Bucks just couldn't really figure it out um, against the Lions. Um the Lions D coordinator, Aaron Glenn, he could be a head coach candidate by the end of the year because he has really just made them look pretty solid this year um, in what used to be a struggling defense, you know. Um, Baker, Baker Mayfield, he looked off. He was missing a lot of throws in this one, and the defense kept him running around like a chicken with that, with his head cut off. Um, he also uh, hurt his non-throwing hand in this one, but... I think he's okay. The Bucks D also got pressure going too, but Goff is cool under pressure. A few moments later. There's only four games left. Cardinals at Rams. They headed into LA and got spiggity spanked. The Rams won it 26 to 9. Um, the Rams, they lost Kyron Williams in this one though with an ankle injury. That's not fun because he was a big player for them, um, especially in this one. They rely heavily on Cooper Cup and Kyron Williams in this one to get the win. Puka kind of fell to the wayside as Stafford just heavily pushed the ball to Coop and Kyron ran the game out. few moments later. Yeah, basically the Cardinals are the Cardinals. Um, they were 9-6 and six at halftime, though, but that lead did not matter when the Rams started using the running game because apparently they had totally forgot they had one in the first, like, half. Yeah. Um, what do you got on this one? 
Yeah, so I agree you with you that I think I agree with you. I think the the Rams uh, really took over once they established the run. Kyron Williams is a huge talent. It really sucks that he went out in this game. Um, I think that they had to get that run game involved uh, because if they try to go full pass, they can't hyper target Cooper Cup. Uh, I think the passing game is less efficient when they do that. Uh, they have to get everyone involved. Um, Puka is a good receiver. Tutu is a good receiver. Higby is a good tight end. Uh, and Cooper Cup is obviously Cooper Cup. So they have to get everyone involved. They can't just target Cooper. I know he is the main option, but uh, there has to be more there. There has to be a balance. He took over 50% of the targets, so uh, there has to be a balance there. Yeah, I agree. If they want to, if they want to like be a playoff caliber team, they definitely have to figure out a balance. Matt Stafford loves to target his number one receiver, but he he's really got to. Yeah, he found Puka. Clearly, Puka's talented, but he's got to figure out how to how to spread the ball for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially if they face a team that has a top corner. Um, if that top corner plays in the slot, it can cover Cup a lot. Um, that's going to be a lot of issues there. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You got anything else for this one? No, I think I'm done. Let's just push. MetLife Stadium, the Eagles headed to town to take on the Jets in a game that we thought was going to be all Eagles all day, baby. But, uh, yeah, that's not how it happened. Fred, this is your team. What can you tell me? Yeah, um, first off, uh, if you notice, uh, my camera's a little bit different here. Going from the phone, we have bad connection at the rental house. So, um Going to the game, though, this game uh, went a lot different than we thought it would. Um, the Eagles should have won this game, uh, but they really just kicked, them, kicked themselves in the ass. Uh, the blame is getting put on Hurts, and rightfully he's taken the blame as the quarterback and leader of this team, but uh, there's a lot of parties at play for the loss. So the defense played its part. The defense did well. Um, Hurts had three turnovers, one of which was not his fault. It was a tip by Goddard. Uh, one of which was really just in the face of pressure that he should be over. Uh, he should be beyond throwing uh, in, inadvertent passes during during pressure situations. And uh, But the third was just a terrible pass, and really the icing on the cake because it put the Jets in a position to score. Uh, but really, drops by receivers. I mean, Devonta Smith dropped two, uh, two huge passes. One would have been a touchdown. One would have been really good connection in Jets' territory. Um Goddard dropped a couple, but the coaching 50 pass attempts against the league's uh, one of the league's bottom run defenses is just not a recipe for success. They're one of the top pass defenses in the league. Just because Sauce is out doesn't change that. So uh, I really think it's the coaching that really lost the game uh, and didn't put the team on offense in a position to succeed. So uh, the play calling really needs to uh, really needs to change there. Uh, especially since we faced the Dolphins this week. So we can't put things together with the Dolphins. We're not going to be able to keep up. So uh, got to change. Yeah, Zach Wilson, relatively pretty mistake-free game. He was like a, um, whatchamacallit, game manager in this one. Um, really let the Jets' defense win it late. Um, but I still think he kind of sucks, and I hope the Jets really bring a different quarterback in. Because I still don't. I still think they have a chance if they have a different quarterback. I got some trivia for you though. Do you know when the Jets last defeated the Eagles? Never. Never. You did know it. Okay. Yeah. I that didn't makes know that. Bigger shock. They had never defeated the yeah, Philadelphia I didn't know that. Eagles. Um, 
ever, which is insane. I didn't think that was a thing. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. They're twelve and zero against against the Jets, and they lost when the Jets have not really a competent quarterback. So, uh, not a good look. Uh, we'll see. Come Sunday night, though. Let's uh, let's go, Birds, baby. Let's go, not Birds. All right. A few moments later. All right, Giants heading to Buffalo and face the Bills in another game that we thought was going to be an easy one, but the Bills. Almost lost. They won 14 to 9. Uh, Giants had a lot of injuries. JMS, AT, DJ, Adore got hurt. Um, Bills, Kincaid was out. Damian Harris, scary neck injury. We didn't like that. But uh, yeah, the Giants didn't look too bad. Terod Taylor looked pretty solid, actually. Saquon had a good game in his first game back. The O line was surprisingly sturdy, uh, which was surprising against the Bills defense that should have annihilated them. Um, and then the Giants defense, led by Bobby O'Carrick, gave the Bills trouble in a game that they almost pulled off. Literally went down to the wire last. Some some might say the refs won the game, to be honest. Maybe I agree with that statement, but the Bills get the win in the books. Diggs, 100 yards, Josh Allen, and the Bills eke out the win in a tough week. The Giants drop to 1-5. and five. Gross. Yeah, uh, this is a game, like, like I said, this was my any giving Sunday game uh, because – you never know what Giants team's going to show up, and you never know what Bills team is going to show up. And uh, the Giants offense didn't show, but their defense was there. Their defense held the Bills offense back, uh, held them at bay. The Bills offense couldn't really get too much going. Um, so that that was it was a it was a good game. It was a low scoring game, which was a surprise. And uh, you almost pulled it off. You should have pulled it off. Uh, what the hell was the decision there at the end of the first half to try to run the football when you're inside, like what the five um, with 15 seconds left, yeah. that, that was not a good decision. Uh, completely lost it points there. Like Toronto, which is the play. Um, and then they ran out of time and it was really annoying. Yeah. Uh, really annoying there. It could have at least come away with three uh, should have came with something there. And uh, at the end of the game that you would have needed a field goal to win instead of a touchdown. So uh, also at the end of the game, Darren Waller was 100% held. Um, the holding penalty that was called on the Eagles in the Super Bowl was less of a hold than that was. Uh, so that should have been a touchdown for Waller. But um, the NFL for sure wants uh, the Bills to be one of the top teams. Uh, so a loss to the Giants would not do that for them. Um, it couldn't handle three upsets. Couldn't handle three upsets. Couldn't handle the 49ers and Eagles losing. So, I don't know. Uh, I haven't been on board with the whole script thing, but now I'm thinking it might be legit. Maybe the, maybe the league is scripted, you know? Honestly, maybe after this one, because that was ridiculous. Yeah. But I'm ready to move on to Monday if you're ready. Yeah, let's go to Monday. Monday was our deciding Monday game. Monday night football. Game of the Monday week, baby. Yeah, uh, it was our deciding game. Uh, we came down to that week. So um, it was that well, we were even with each other on the week, uh, whether or not uh, you beat me in the Monday night showdown, the game of the week, which you did. Um, so I'm going to be Woo! sporting the L in our next uh, our next video. It's been a while. Uh, been been since week one. So um, I'll be rocking the L next uh, next vid. And Adrian, uh Probably feels good to have that free forehead this week. You know, it feels good to be able to get that off my off my forehead and to get the win, but it feels pretty gross to do it where I had to root for the Cowboys. So I don't know. It was like a it was a win lose, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
I was pretty upset that uh, the Josh Palmer touchdown got called back in the first half. Uh, that really killed me in fantasy, lost me my game. So uh took two L's this week uh, from that. So, um, yeah, I never like seeing the Cowboys win. Uh, and a game that they, very could, they could have lost. It was a good game, but um, both teams left a lot to be desired, I feel like, in this one. Uh, it was another yeah. – mediocre game this week so uh, on an offensive performance at least and um i had high expectations first play of the game khalil max so i i was hoping it would be uh another six sack day on dak for him but it wasn't so <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah su- surprisingly i thought dak looked better than herbert uh, which was kind of gross to me because i consider herbert as like one of the best quarterbacks in the league um, maybe the finger injury was actually affecting him though. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. Um, definitely possible. And we know Mike Williams too. Definitely. There's, um, I don't think Eckler was hundred percent this game, uh, because he, yeah, he lacked some explosiveness there and, uh, they're used to seeing from him, uh, a full healthy Eckler just really adds to this offense. And it looked like he wasn't really hundred percent there. Yeah, well, Herbert was just missing throws too, just missing targets. Like, I remember one play. I it might have been Eckler, either that or it was Keenan Allen. But Herbert, like, straight up, he was wide open, and Herbert just like threw it right over his head. Like, that's not what Herbert does. You don't see that often. So no, he's, he's usually uh, he's usually on point. The Cowboys got this one, and they really needed it after the 49ers debacle. But they're not off my list just yet. Rightfully so, rightfully so. They've got some question marks. Um, they're going to be a team that is probably going to be active at the deadline as well. And we'll get into those teams this week for uh, who is going to be active at the deadline. That we will. Um, I did want to hit bye week teams real quick. Too. Yeah, I'm down with it. Yeah, so Packers and Steelers had the bye week. Um, the Packers got to watch the Lions go three games up on them. And the Steelers got to watch all the teams in their division win. So yay for bye weeks early. <laughs> the silver one, the silver lining though, for especially the Steelers is they get a couple people back healthy next week. So they get Fryermuth and De- uh, Deontay Johnson back healthy, which will exponentially help their offense. Yeah. And, and for the Packers, Aaron Jones, hopefully will be healthy now too. Aaron Jones and so, Watson gets another week to recover. So. Yep. So there you have it. I think we're done, man. She's a wrap. Yeah, if you liked what you saw, like, comment, subscribe. Hopefully uh, we can get our Wi-Fi situation fixed out. <laughs> but, uh, Fred, where can people find us, man? Yeah, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts, obviously here on YouTube. And uh, tune into our Instagram page. You're going to get plenty of fantasy advice uh, there. You're going to get rundowns for waiver wire ads, stardom sit-ems. Uh, check out our Twitter as well. Uh, we're just starting to TikTok too. So uh, check us out wherever you are entertained.